Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transform. Today we're going to talk about the Fox of Unforgiveness, Part 3. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I continue, I want to thank Park Home and Made by Vogel for many of the items that you see in our studio. You know, we've been talking about the Fox of Unforgiveness and how it destroys fruit that God wants to produce. It's it's like that fox that's chewing the vine so that the fruit is destroyed. And I've talked about, you know, uh, the first two parts of this. I talked about why we should forgive and talked a little bit about, um, you know, what it looks like and what is forgiveness. Today, for just a moment, I want to talk about how do I forgive? And then I want to talk about how do I know if I have forgiven? And so first of all, how do I forgive? Well, the first thing I want to mention is, number one, it's really about the condition of our heart. You know, Paul told the Colossians this. He said, though, so as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Now, I want you to see that. He said the heart that we need to put on is compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another, and then watch what he says, and forgiving each other. Forgiving each other. You see, it's really about a heart condition. But the fact of the matter is, let's be honest, the Bible says that every inclination from our heart, our, of our heart from childbirth is evil. It's really not a natural thing for our heart to want to forgive people. And yet Paul says that we're to put that heart on. I don't know about you, but it's not something I can naturally put on. The fact of the matter is, I need God to do several things for me. I need him, one, to search my heart. Show me, search me, God. Show me those wicked ways. And then I have to allow him to do heart surgery in me. The fact of the matter is, I can't and don't want to change my heart. But God, in his infinite ability and his infinite grace, is able to reach into us. And he's able to give us, the Bible says, a new heart. That we would have not have a stony heart, but we would actually have a, a heart of flesh so that, that we would be able to be soft and pliable and moldable. And so the first thing is we have to understand, we need a change of heart. We need to change our heart conditions if we're able to forgive. And it's God who changes that. I've already talked a bit about this in one other time, but we also need to operate and we also need to have a condition of humility. The fact of the matter is it's pride and it's woundedness. And then it's pride that won't allow us to forgive because we stand on the principle, my rights were violated. You offended me. You hurt me. You wounded me. And that's all right. You see, because one of the things we must remember is forgiving somebody isn't saying what you did was okay. It's not saying what you did was right. What you did didn't hurt me. No, it's not saying any of that. It's saying, in spite of you hurting me, in spite of you wounding me, in spite of you offending me, I'm going to forgive you. And that doesn't happen when pride is in our hearts. It doesn't happen whenever we say, I'm going to stand upon my rights. No, it happens when I say, I'm going to operate in a spirit of humility like Jesus, and I'm going to give forgiveness. You know, I've mentioned this. It's an act of faith. The disciples knew it. Jesus said, forgive your brother seven times 70. They looked at him and said, increase our faith. Because they knew one thing, it's not in me to be able to do this. I can't do this on my own. I'm going to need an act of faith to make this happen. And again, I really believe that it's parallel to us receiving forgiveness. The only way I can receive forgiveness from God is by my faith in Jesus. And I receive forgiveness. 
Well, the fact of the matter is, now I'm giving by faith what I received by faith. And so it's literally by faith on a daily basis. Sometimes we're saying, no, I have chosen to forgive. No, I'm going to forgive that person. You see, because what we know is that we have an adversary who will remind us of the offenses that people have done to us. And then he reminds us so that we won't forgive. He wants us to not forgive. And by faith, every day we say, no, I'm choosing to forgive. I forgave yesterday, and I'm choosing to forgive today, and I'm going to forgive tomorrow. It's an act of faith. The other thing that has to happen if we're going to forgive, I think it's really important that we would get the big picture mentality. What's the big picture? Remember what Joseph said to his brothers? He said, God put me here to save lives. What you meant for evil, God turned for good. You see, when we make it just about us, we sometimes will miss the big picture. It's amazing how many people Joseph was able to touch because of his willingness to forgive. Generations have been impacted because Joseph chose to forgive his brothers. The fact of the matter is we've got to take on a big picture mentality. This isn't just about me. My unforgiveness is going to impact my children. It's going to impact my other relatives. It's going to impact my friends. It's going to impact relationships. Listen to me. Get the big picture. What is it that God wants to do and can do through your willingness to, for him to enable you to forgive somebody? You know, this, this whole forgiveness thing, it's not just an act of your will or your mind or your flesh, but it is a spiritual act. And it's a spiritual act that I believe we have to receive before we can give it. You know, Paul said this in Corinthians. He says this, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God, uh, no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who's from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we then also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. You, You see, I want you to get something here. The fact of the matter is forgiveness is a spiritual act. But it's not a spiritual act that doesn't come from our flesh or our own working. No, it is a spiritual thing taught to us by the Spirit of God who enables us to do it because this is what he hears from God. And so understand something. When I forgive, it's a spiritual act that has been taught to me by the Spirit of God with spiritual truths. And it's also reminding me of that which I have been freely given from God. The natural man can't do it. The natural man can't even accept it. The natural man says, I'm not going to forgive. But the man with the Spirit of God now speaks and acts with spiritual thoughts and actions. And so let me encourage you to make this a spiritual thing. And then some would say, how do I know I've really forgiven? I mean, you know, you you say, okay, I forgive you and and, and you say it in the right thing, but then all of a sudden you massage it some more and maybe you feel like, I don't really feel like forgiving. And then one day you pick it up, one day you put it down, one day you pick it up, one day you put it down. But how do you know when you have truly, really forgiven somebody? And I think here it is. When you have the opportunity to inflict pain or exact revenge and you don't do it. You think about Joseph and his brothers. Here he was. His brothers were gonna kill him They didn't kill him. They sold him as a slave. He's in Egypt. He's in jail. He's in prison. All these things that happened to him. 
And then one day the brothers show up needing food. They don't recognize the brother. They don't recognize him. He's second in charge of Egypt. He has the power to kill him and nobody would have cared. He could have put him in prison forever. He could have killed them all and Pharaoh wouldn't have said a word. He had the power, he had the ability, he had the means, and yet he chose not to do it. Man, that's when you know you have truly forgiven somebody. Now, you might not be as dramatic as Joseph and have the chance to kill somebody, but maybe you have a chance just to get him back in some measure away. Somebody that, you know, you have a chance to gossip about him. You have a chance to talk about him. You have a chance to make him look bad in a particular setting. The fact of the matter is when you say, I'm not going to do this, you'll know you have forgiven somebody. When you can bless that person rather than curse them, you'll know that you have forgiven. When you can speak words for their profit and their benefit, Instead of cursing, you'll know that you have forgiven. When you can hold the stone in your hand and know that you can throw it and know that you can hit him and you don't throw it and you don't hit him, you know you have forgiven. And here's another one. When you won't allow others to do it. David would not allow his men to harm Saul. A couple times they could have harmed Saul. David says, no, don't you touch him. And so how do you know you're forgiven? When you have the power to get revenge or inflict pain and you don't do it and you don't let others do it. So here's the deal. The fox of unforgiveness wants to destroy the fruit. It's chewing at the vine. Don't let them. Choose to forgive. Choose to forgive. Look at the big picture. Allow humility to be raised up in your spirit. Put on the heart of compassion, kindness, gentleness, patience, and forgive. So, kill the fox by forgiving. Have a great day.